Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Conservative. What I don't like about Washington is they're very nice to your face, and then they take a shiv or a machete, and they stab it in your back. I'm a Wall Street guy, and I'm more of a front-stabbing person, and, and I'd rather tell people directly how I feel about them. Nobody talk about politics like... Don't say anything, you know. A marriage that's been through it all. She has filed for divorce over his naked political ambition. These are the views of a couple in love. A couple with children. A couple with differing opinions and perspectives. A couple that survived. He's kind of like an impetuous guy. In, in many ways, that's great. In some ways, it's tough when you're married. What leads them back to each other? Communication, conversation, and a realistic outlook on the world we live in. Your hosts, Anthony and Deirdre Scaramucci. This is Mooch and the Misses. Okay, so it's not Mooch and the Misses today. It's just the Misses. Anthony abandoned us. He jumped ship to be part of the Celebrity Big Brother crew. And uh, he's locked, currently locked in a house somewhere in California. I'm assuming it's on the CBS lot, but I have no idea where he is. <laughs> He's somewhere sneezing like that on somebody, like one of the other contestants, maybe Dina Lohan, I don't know. So here I am, like I said, very lonely in the studio. So I'm here with my producer, Neil. I might have to rope him into the conversation if I get too uh, monotonous. So it's basically Neil and the missus? It's Neil and the missus. <laughs> Because I'm, I mean, the producer how, and the <laughs> I'm fine with that. Because I mean, how long could people really listen to me go on about this uh, whole situation? Well, Celebrity Big Brother and the political environment that we're in. But we'll do our best. So let's see. Uh, I want to just address the funny Celebrity Big Brother stuff that people have been throwing at me. So everyone's saying to me, why did Anthony do this? Like, did you know he was doing this? What's his rationale? Like, what's he going for? What's he doing? What is I he doing? I never know what he's doing. To be honest, I never know what he's doing. He literally is just a whirling dervish. I call him Pigpen because he just leaves a trail behind him wherever he goes, and I'm usually in the trail. So he committed to these people and then was like, hey, babe, this is what we're doing. And the funny thing is we were away and we came back we were in LA for the Golden Globes. We landed after a red eye. So it's like 6.30 in the morning in New York. We get off the plane and he says to me, uh, listen, we need to go like shower and everything like that because there's gonna be a crew at our house in about an hour. We have to film some spots for Celebrity Big Brother. So I'm like, what the? I had no heads up, nothing. I had to call somebody, see if they could comb my hair and fix my face, because you know what, how it is after you come off of a flight, and um, especially when you went out the night before. So we did that. They were at our house all day. They basically trashed our house. It was like a set, so people were just throwing their stuff around, eating in every square inch of my house. It was really fun times. And uh, 
my kids were like, what's going on? Because they literally removed every toy from the vicinity. So my kids were just staring at the wall while people walked around and ate bagels around them. So anyway, so Anthony filmed his little spot and they filmed our family. So we'll see how that goes. See how we look. And uh, how very cutesy they made us come out to be. And um, what else did I want? Oh, what I'm really curious to know is how Anthony's handling his lack of technology because they removed his phones from him the minute he got in the limo to go off to the house. So he is without a phone for what could be three weeks. But knowing him, he has a very foul sort of mouth, so he might get kicked off immediately. But we shall see. Maybe he'll use his political prowess and his uh, very, very high IQ to stay on the show to the end. Maybe the president could get him out. Maybe. Or maybe <laughs> he could win Mama some money. Because it's like, I don't know. Yeah, what what's it, the price? It's like 250K or something like that. So Good stuff. I could hang with that. I could hang with that for three weeks mooch free, right? A few dinners. <laughs> yeah, well, but going by the mooch size of me, I could definitely eat $300,000 worth of food in one sitting. But so you yeah. literally can't get a hold of him. No, he's missing. The last thing he texted me that I was sexy and that he loved me. And that was it. And then he sent me one of those funny bitmojis <laughs> <laughs> with him, like with a heart around his head or something silly. So, I think that's breaking news. Yeah, that is breaking news. <laughs> Mooch <It's>, this bit emoji. <laughs> oh my god, he sends me those all day long. It's like night night. If he's away, it's like him in purple pajamas on a cloud. Nighty night or whatever. He's too much. How come he doesn't have Mooch in the Mrs. Pajamas? I don't know. I can. We get didn't a, get that in time. No, we didn't. But I could. I well, if I knew he was going on the show, I could have gotten <laughs> that for him. But you know he what? Just left. No, they literally. So before he left, he handed me this humongous. It was like a scroll of things of that he needed to pack. And it's like, you can't have any logos, you can't, I'm thinking to myself, what do these people wear? Like you can't even have, you basically have to wear like a white t-shirt and um, unmarked like pants because you can't wear anything with a logo. Because they just blur it. I know, it would be a lot easier for them to just blur it, but I guess that's too much to edit. But literally I sent him there in some, you should see, hopefully, well you'll see what I sent him there and if you watch the show. Monday, but Monday and Tuesday, next Monday. It's Monday Tuesday. the 21st, yeah. So I'm curious to see who he jives with, who he vibes with. I'm a little jealous about the two chicks on the show because they're a little bit hot. The Lolo Jones Olympian woman and then the Eva Marie wrestler. I mean, could they get- I don't get... even know them. Oh, well, I mean, I don't, I don't know them either. So. I don't know them either, but I looked them up on the internet <laughs> and I saw their face and their you body. The Google. Yeah, and so I know what they look like now and I'm like, okay. Uh, Zena Lohan's not really a threat, you know, but is he worried about any of them? I've never like seen the worried? show, but it's a. But I know that it's competitive. I was talking to some people. Uh, Let me just tell you newsroom. something about the mooch, <laughs> and this is quote me on this. He's not worried about anything in his life. Period. The end. He like you know he's an he's idiot. very comfortable in his own skin. He's an idiot savant. <laughs> he's like just breezes through life. And he doesn't really think about anything, and he thinks that. Everything is roses. So, no, he's not worried. And he'll be like, oh, whatever. It's just fun. He doesn't, he's never nervous. He's never 
you know, I mean, with work stuff, it's different if he has business anxiety. But in terms of life and like rolling with people and stuff like that, he never even thinks about it. Well, look, the first time I met him, he comes in here. He's like loose. He's talking to everybody. Everyone knows who he is, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's very loose and outgoing. Obviously. He's, he's the, yeah. He's so he, popular. He's, he's the mooch. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he is going to this, uh, and I think people, uh, their first reaction, and we got some tweets they are looking at this like, well, why is he putting himself in this situation? As a conservative, you look at the people who are in here, and like I said, I don't know many of these people, but Ricky Williams, NFL running back, uh, Dino Lohan, you mentioned Ryan Lochte. I don't, I don't think these are people who like well, the Trumpster. Okay, well, this is, yeah, but it's not even about that. This is like, I always try to explain to him, and he doesn't listen to me, but he, I always ask him, so like, what do you want? people to know about you because there's a side of him Mm. that is like he has literally i'm not joking now he has a superior intellect he's super smart like not a joke and he could really literally talk to anybody about anything um but he is also just has a side of him that's just a regular joe schmo and like a dad and all that so i'm like which which what do you want to be known as like the intellectual or like the goofball you know and I think he's trying to come up with a, something in between because that's really who he is. And so with this kind of stuff, he's like, whatever, I'm just going to have some fun with it. It doesn't mean I'm not smart. You know, it doesn't mean that I'm not serious about my job or my family or whatever. He's like, it'll just be fun. And so that's where he comes from. But people are so critical. Right. I mean, especially I the, in this day and age. Well, everything is like under magnifying glass. And so, you know, everybody had. You can imagine what people had to say about it when I was reading the comments on Twitter. I said, forget, I can't watch, I can't read this anymore. But they did plug him as a big guest, so I mean, obviously, yeah, well, uh, I mean, he, he's going to get a lot of airtime. I, I have never watched one millisecond of that show, so when Amorosa was on it, I don't know, did they plug her like that? I don't even know. I'm not sure, I never saw the show myself, exactly. but you exactly. know, I, I think it's, uh, and you have Julie Chen and that whole situation. Well, that's interesting, because I know how it is to be um, negatively... Uh, to, well, tangentially, Portrayed. yes, <laughs> you know, because of a spouse, she's under a lot of stress and pressure. And I think in this current environment with the whole Me Too movement and all of this um, stuff going on, it's hard to be in her in her shoes. So I give her a lot of credit to stand up and, and go back to the show, especially since it's at, it's on CBS. And it's kind of cool, though, that she's standing by her man and she actually included his last name now on her name. Uh on the show so that that's kind of cool but i give her credit hope she does well and um again we shouldn't we should just let everybody be an individual and just because you may not like her husband or her husband may have done something you just let her live let julie chen live so you know people make these assumptions and then you know i know uh, obviously the uh, point of the podcast go over the news of the day but uh, you know people make assumptions and we see it on twitter all the time and i have the twitter account i look at it and you know, people say, well, you know, Anthony's doing this for publicity, Anthony's doing that. Do you have, um, when you look at things, uh, people make these assumptions about you and Anthony. Mm-hmm. People make assumptions about political figures. And a lot of times I know people, too, that people make assumptions about. I'm like, trust me, he's not like that, whether it be Anthony or anybody else. or They just make these assumptions mm-hmm. about people, and it's how I'm they're being portrayed. being interviewed by Neil. <laughs> I basically have taken over for the mooch. Um <laughs> 
but when you are being uh, portrayed a certain way, how um, frustrating is that when you have to, or maybe you don't explain it, but do you explain and speak you up for yourself? You mean me personally? Yeah. Well, I've given up on trying to, actually, I never tried to explain to anybody who I am, but. Do you um, care? I mean, I would be lying if I said I didn't care, but right. when I really think about it, the most, the the people I care most about are my family and friends. That's who I really care what they think about me. I mean, during our whole disaster, most people, because I kept kind of quiet, I didn't comment on anything, people would always say to me, oh, you know, I respect you, you're handling it very gracefully, and, and that was very nice to hear, mm-hmm. you know, because it was a very hard time. But, um, you know, now that we have reconciled and we're doing more things together and sometimes we're in the public eye, people have a lot to say about it. But honestly, I don't really care because they don't know me. And, yeah. and, and if you I, listen to this podcast, you know that you and Anthony are like lovebirds on this podcast. Well, I mean, no, sometimes I'm, I the, want to throw up on this. Right. Well, Let's that, have the studio. That's on. the okay. bizarre thing about our relationship is because, and that's what was so confusing about when he and I weren't together because we have always been very tight and very much, you know, like people always, it's so, you might want to barf, but people always say like, oh, are you guys like on our first date or whatever? Meanwhile, we'll have been married with kids, you know? <laughs> And now I don't. People don't say that anymore. But um, we we have always been super duper affectionate and tight. So it's it was a weird time. Does Anthony go on Dancing with the Stars? No, That's one of the questions I, from I don't Twitter know. Users. Well, first of all, he can't dance. So if he does, he'll be off that show in a week too. But if Anthony um, was here, he'd be defending himself. Yeah, he'll well he'll say he dances like the guy from Saturday Night and uh, <laughs> what's his name Tony. What the heck was his name? I don't know. We're too young. Anthony's old. So Before my time. Yeah. Seven the young people. You, you weren't even a thought. I was born, but I wasn't uh, watching that at the time. <laughs> so I don't remember his name. Tony Monero or something oh, like that. Okay. Anyway. You're more into uh, Golden Girls. Yeah, I'm more into Golden Girls. That was more my my era. <laughs> but yeah, no, he, he would get... Thank you for being I love that song. It's such a good song. It makes me feel like I'm eight again. And my parents <laughs> are out with their friends and I'm watching Golden Girls. Which Golden Girl are my you? my grandmother. Blanche? Totally. <laughs> With his, sometimes I could be Rose because I'm a little bit like clueless sometimes. Like what's what? Sometimes like I I think I tell people things, and I never told them it. So I'm like I don't know if I have early onset Alzheimer's or what. But like I'll say to my mom, okay, so on Friday when I when I'm going away, I'm gonna leave this for you and that for you. And she looks at me and she's like, you never told me you were going away on Friday. And I'll, in my mind, I swear I had that conversation with her and everything, so it's really bad. I think Anthony's rubbing off on me though, because he does that too. But I, I think I caught it from him. It's like a very catchy thing. So It's airborne. It's airborne. So, so yeah, I'm a little bit of rose. Some of the news that's going on today. Well, so the whole Russia thing is like a mind F. You know, I can't figure it out. Like to me, Donald Trump seems like he is very pro-American and there's nothing I can I can't think of a reason why other than maybe his like own personal insecurities or something why he would care to put Russia over no our country yeah no collusion so I cannot figure that one out that is a seriously complex mind boggler for me like if he did that I, I couldn't tell you one reason why he would do that other than him wanting Vladimir Putin to like him but that's a lot to do for someone to like you so I can't understand any of that yeah it's it's constantly in the news and there are so many different layers of the story I, I often wonder 
as a news producer, do people even know the players? I think they've heard a lot about Paul Manafort, um, about uh, Michael Flynn, uh, Michael Cohen is a uh, former lawyer, but uh, do they really know all the different players well, t- in Washington? Rick much. Gates and, It's too much for you know, the average person to even WikiLeaks. Keep... <laughs> <laughs> Wiki, Wiki. Listen to me. It's too much for someone who's trying to work, <laughs> raise kids, have a little fun, and survive life. To know all of the ins and outs of this. It's just too much. It's more than anyone should have to ever deal with or contend with. Um, that's the, my one of my major problems with this administration. It's like there's too much drama. Literally, they could just take off days of our there's lives. too much news. Young and the restless. You don't, all, you, you, all you need to do is watch cable news and what's going on in the White House, and you'll never have to watch another drama again because – there's so much drama. Yeah, and the cable like, news thrives on it. Depending on what well, of channel you're they watching, do, you're going to be sending your ways. They don't want to ramble about the same thing every day. They get new stuff every day. I mean, it has the same theme, but, you know, they have so much Well, you have your about. friends. Uh, Judge Janine Pirro had uh, a uh, big exclusive on Saturday night with the president. Yeah, he loves her. <laughs> I mean, I love her too, but I can't even get with all that stuff. Everybody's right. so biased, you know what I mean? So... Fair and balanced, not so much. So I know you're tired with it. Your friend's tired with it? Yeah. Yeah. We don't even talk about it when we get together. Like, we just say no shop. We do. We talk no shop. We just talk, like, nonsense and fun and kids and life and movies and whatever. It's, and I think that's why, honestly, Anthony does some of the stuff he does. Because it was just, a, like, a, a lot, 2017. So yeah. it's kind of like a no... When something's a no-brainer, we kind of jump on it because it's... It's fun. We had we didn't have fun for a very long time. Yeah, so. Anthony knows how to have fun. And mm-hmm. you know what I've seen you around your friends, non-political friends, these are not people who uh, you know are well-known, who you don't know their political affiliation. They're just people, you know? And I think too often today, and I think you would probably agree to this, that you see someone and people say, oh, Anthony Scaramucci, he's a conservative, he's a Trump supporter. You know, oh, uh, you're going to like my friend because he supports Hillary Clinton, or he's a Trump person. Mm-hmm. It's a little like identity. You're you're labeling someone, and that's the only reason why you're going to like the person. Right. Well, yeah. Well, I think the whole environment is like that now. For some reason, people affiliate everybody with a political party. And up until this presidency, I never felt that way. I mean, maybe it was just me. Maybe I was naive. But I didn't really see that going on as much as it is today. But th- Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. There's something... In our universe, like, you know, I would love to go to like a psychic or a clairvoyant or something and ask them, what is the deal with our universe? And like, are the stars malaligned or something? Because even these big public companies are getting involved in social movements and stuff like that. And I understand that we're all trying to be better and more equal and have all these things, you know, come into play. Diversity. Right, diversity. And, you know, pay attention to things that probably might have been ignored before. But we went 
just like how I think politics is so extreme, like so extreme left, so extreme right. Everything is so extreme now. Like so, Gillette, Procter and Gamble. Mm-hmm. Okay, so why do they need to chime in about the Me Too movement? I don't understand. Like, what does that have to do with anything? Just sell razors, and and you don't have to discuss your your thoughts on this. Like in a commercial. It was like right. a three-minute commercial. So I saw this earlier today. This is Tuesday as we're taping this. Mm-hmm. And and I texted it to you. I watched this video. I'm like, seriously? And I saw rumors about it on Twitter last night. But uh, like you said, at the end of the day, sometimes I'm so tired about politics. And, you know, I, I put it away. Mm-hmm. And then I saw this video today. Cause some people were talking about it in the newsroom. And I look at it, and I'm like, well, why would they even insert themselves? That's what I'm saying. There's no reason to insert yourself in that conversation. They bang their head and wake up and say, I need to talk about this? Like, who? No one's been accused in their company that we know of. I mean, it's bizarre to me. And the thing that I think about a lot of this stuff is, you know, I have two boys, and um, Anthony and I have a combined total of four boys and one girl. So, like, all of this stuff starts at home, okay? These kids aren't gonna grow up to be better men because they saw it on a Procter & Gamble or Gillette commercial. You have to be taught that at home. It has to be something that starts at an early age. And it's great to bring awareness to it, but it's just in a bizarre forum, in a commercial forum like that, you know? So Wait till I, Anthony finds out about that. He's gonna throw out all of his Gillette razors. Oh my God, that's what he uses. The best <laughs> a man can get. Oh, he's be throwing that out. I don't know, maybe it's uh, politi- way, it's a stun for more, you know. It's maybe pro- well, the fact that we're talking about it, but the right. way it was framed that, you know, getting rid of, quote, toxic masculinity. Right, but I there's mean, also, but people talk about toxic, okay, so. Toxic just, feminism? Yes, just, just let me give you a little example. Sure. So I stay home, I, I always worked, I had a career. When I got pregnant and had our first son, I stayed home. I never went back to work. So I've helped Anthony with our salt conference. And, um, you know, I, I do a lot of stuff with him on the weekdays or weeknights or whatever. And I do this show. But I stay home. I'm pretty much a stay at home mom, you know. And I'll go places with him. And I always crack up like someone asked me the other day. Oh, John Voigt at the Golden Globes asked me if I had a card on me. And I was like, um, no, I don't have my mom card on me, you know what I mean? So, but what would your title be? Yeah, <laughs> chief annoying biatch at home. I don't know. So, basically, I've been very, very much in a position where I've been put into awkward situations where people are sort of judging me because I stay at home with my kids, and they think that that's like ah nothing. Meanwhile, I had a stomach virus like around Christmas. Anthony had the kids alone for two days, <laughs> one night, two days. And I'm he, trying to picture this. Okay, and the minute <laughs> I felt remotely better where I could get up out of the bed and lift my head off the pillow, he was like, here are the kids, and you, I can't believe you do this every day. And I'm not joking. That Gained really, an appreciation for it. He, yes, just like as if I went to be the like head chief and bottle washer at Skybridge mm. Capital, I would come home after two days and say, hey, babe, you could have your job back because I know that's super stressful too. Well, it's out but, of sight, out of mind. You don't know what's going on Until back you're the house. in the seat, right. right. And like the same with You just sit him, down though. for dinner and eat whatever's on the table. Right. And I, you know, but I like, but that's the thing about it. I like being a mom and I yeah. like being at home. And I think people get all judgy-wudgy when I say that, Some you know? of the feminists. Yeah, because they're like, that's toxic femininity that I'm okay with. Like, I pack Anthony's Shouldn't you suitcase. be happy? What? Shouldn't you be happy? Or are you not allowed to be happy? Right. Like, hey, listen, my sister-in-law, my brother's wife, 
I have two nephews. She wanted to go back to work after she had her kids. And I was like, more power to you. She said she didn't want to stay home. It was not her thing. Like she loves her kids. Yeah. And she is a great mom. She does her thing with them at night. But she's like, I need some outside interaction. This is not for me. I'm happy for her. Go do that. I don't judge her. I don't think she's an absentee mom or anything like that. You know, so it's such a personal decision and to each his own. I just think, you know, the whole toxic femininity and the whole toxic masculinity, it's like if you can be somewhere in the middle or just mind your own business and not and not look over the fence at anybody else, the world will be such a nicer, more pleasant place to be because everybody sort of says I'm making everything political too. I know. I don't get it. And I get the sense that people see Anthony as this, and it'll be interesting to see if he's portrayed on Big Brother. Yeah. That he's this, you know, firebrand political figure, and he's out there, and uh, yeah, he has a friendship with the president. Um, so you know, Trump is a polarizing figure, but at the same time, you two have your own lives. That's, yeah, that's no, evident when you talk about him in his glasses podcast. and his like Star Wars <laughs> sweatpants that he's probably not allowed to wear because it has Star Wars on it, and like reading a book because he has nothing else that he can do while he's in there or hopefully some... he doesn't expose himself or anything uh, oh my god what do you mean bad, expose you know? himself like well we don't want like a slip up oh i thought you meant like literally <laughs> oh <man. laughs> uh, i mean thinking, i mean accidentally like r kelly well and yeah. what have, what do you think in that situation Did, have you speaking of shows mm-hmm. have you seen surviving r kelly i haven't no, but i've yet. seen obviously the coverage of it I mean, it just came out, right? Yeah, it's a, like it's a new ago. series on, on Lifetime. Yeah, no, I haven't seen it yet. And it's interesting because I grew up in the 90s listening to him. I don't, you were too young, but, you know, there was a movie Space Jam. Oh, I know Space Jam. That, okay, Bugs so, Bunny, great, right, and Shaq, great ball player. Right. <laughs> and there was that song, I Believe I Can Fly. Yes. Right. And that was like one of his major hits. And, you know, he continued into the 2000s to be pretty popular with some other songs. And so he was like somebody that was very popular when I was in my teens. And who would have thunk it? I don't know. I never knew anything like this about him. But it's it's sad because it's, you know, he has a daughter. She spoke out about it. His ex-wife or something. Everybody, you know, when people, this is what I'm talking about. When people have issues from childhood and they don't start off on the right foot, you know, bad things happen, and it's very unfortunate. So because you're trying it, to uh, in raising your kids, making sure that they're not so much in the public I'm eye trying. that they have a normal. I'm life. Try- Oh yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, um, can't be easy. No, I try my best um, to keep them kind of just like in a normal zone, and I think I do a good job, you know. And hopefully, we'll see. I am not a perfect parent. I try every day to be uh, a better mom. And a better person, but obviously my kids aren't going to be perfect. I just, I just want them to be somewhere in the middle, you know. Yeah. Um, on everything, and or I as want, Anthony says, you want them to be normal. <laughs> yeah, Anthony tells everybody that he's the mean of normalcy, so <laughs> he's obviously out of his mind. But um, speaking of out of their mind, so I was laughing, thinking that Mayor De Blasio actually might potentially toss his hat into the ring mm-hmm. for. Uh, the 2020 Democratic candidacy. The mayor candidacy. of New York City, yeah. yeah. So I think he's a complete and total train wreck. And I can't imagine we'd be living in like basically Cuba if he became our president because... Remember when he protested against President Trump in Germany? He was at his first, I think it was the G20, it was his first summit in a, in a foreign country. Yeah. And he goes and protests the American president no, in he's a, a foreign bat. country. I must say, yeah. he's a total dingling. 
He and makes a lot of political flubs, and you know he's he works with Hillary, but didn't support her right away because he's more left than her. Um, he was a Bernie person, uh, but I mean, you know, just on some of the stats in the city. I mean, you see homeless rising. Oh God, the subway it's is like up sixty percent. Yeah, the subway is disgusting. Like and. Just the city's whole, become very dirty. It seems like we're going like throwback to the eighties, you know, before um, when Koch and all that happened, and Dinkins. Like mm-hmm. we're back in that whole situation um, before Giuliani and Bloomberg came in and cleaned up the place. But um, we cannot have the whole country go in that direction. We'll be totally effed. So, so he's God keeping help, it op- help us. He's God. Keep, keeping it open for twenty twenty run. Some of the other candidates. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think? I mean, this is your. Obviously, you know the president. Yep. You don't really particularly like the president. <laughs> um, in case you haven't figured uh-huh. that out, uh, where do you want to see the Democratic Party go? Well, you know, it's, and are they going in that direction? No, that you, want? you know what? It's I. I struggle every day to understand what the stance of the party is. Like, what is it? It can't be health care, only health care. It can't be just uh, like amnesty for the whole entire. What is it? Like, so uh, that's what I need to understand. And then I'll tell you who the right person is. But mm-hmm. honestly, the names that I've heard, Julian Castro, Tulsi Gabbard, I don't even know. Who, I don't know how they think they're going to compete against Donald Trump. It's not happening. So um, Elizabeth Warren, no way. He's already made her look stupid. Pocahontas? Pocahontas. It's <laughs> my favorite sound I mean, bike. he's very bored in the White House. He's texting. I mean, he's tweeting about her and her beer, you know, commercial or whatever she did with in her house. She's trying to be likable. Likable libs that right. we talked about last but week. But he's just going off on it. He needs mm-hmm. something to do. It's kind of like the time he called me for my birthday. But, you know, so and also so he has the shutdown going on now. Yeah. It's like day 25. Excuse me. I just burped up my Starbucks. It's lovely. Lovely. And, um. <laughs> So he has, so there everyone's on furlough. So this guy has to order like hundreds of hamburgers for these guys from Clemson, right. the Clemson football team. You know they s- literally serve like the Big Macs on silver platters. But, well, I, Trump was happy about that. Well, he loves. I was cracking up because we were in L.A. this past weekend, dropping off. I took the kids to drop Anthony off for Big Brother, and we're driving around like West wood or something and there was a jimmy johns and it always makes me think of anthony and trump because he told me that story about when they landed somewhere on during the campaign and he's asking for the policeman for the jimmy john (laughs) the nearest jimmy johns i never heard of that before to me i thought jimmy john was like a porno star or or like a sex toy or something but so what was i saying oh yeah so he ordered all these (laughs) things and and other news he's tweeting and he spells hamburgers Hamburgers yeah. as hamburgers. Does he do that on Did purpose? Do, so Anthony tends to think that he misspells on purpose. Right. So people Did get he do like, that on purpose though? He's either rushing or he had too many one too many uh Big Macs or whatever the one. He was so happy. He was actually place. giddy at the White House yesterday with all the fast food. Yeah, because he loves it. Big Macs, we have quarter pounders with cheese, we have everything that I like that you like. Oh my god. <laughs> and I know no matter what we did, there's nothing you could have that's better than that. Right. What I want to know is how Melania like stays so thin because well, she's what, not eating it. No. Right. But how does she not eat it? Because when Anthony and I are like left to our own devices, we feed off each other literally. So like yeah. if somebody has like uh, something in front of us that we like, 
and um, we're in a crowd or like a group and I see that he's not eating it, I won't eat it. But then if he sees me take like one piece, then he'll take one piece, then I'll take one. So like we kind of give each other the green light to go be a glutton. So if <laughs> Don't my order husband, 300 hamburgers. Well, if my husband was eating like that and I had all of that at my disposal, I would have eaten all of it. Like one time when I was pregnant with um, Nicholas, which might, might explain why he's so nuts, like I literally one day drove to three different Burger King locations and had Burger King at three different places out on Long Island. And that night I was like laying in bed thinking like, that was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I do that? Three like, different meals or the same got a no, Whopper? No, I got different things everywhere. Different like, things. I got like a Whopper. Then the next place I got like the chicken tenders. And the next place I got like fries and onion ring. It was weird. But anyway, I don't know how she stays so thin. Was that Hillary? That's from Nutty Professor. Oh, God. Oh, my God. No, I always tell Anthony that. <laughs> oh, my God. Spooky. When <laughs> I eat bad food, I always feel like, what's his name? Something clump. Like the Nutty Professor. Sherman Clump. Sherman Clump. Yeah. Like all of a sudden, I feel like my arm's going like, blah, 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 like getting bigger <laughs> as I eat the food. Last week, we went to Vegas and we went to the SW Steakhouse. I We ordered mashed potatoes. It was in like um this oval dish, like a ramekin, and it was like, seriously, like six or seven inches deep, and I ate the entire thing. He didn't <laughs> have one bite. So anyway, if you see my face on any uh, sort of news things in the next day or so, so it's a keeping, little larger than normal. Is he keeping to his New Year's resolution? Or that's totally out the window of uh, trying to lose some weight? No, well, I don't <laughs> know. Yeah, he was trying to be all skinny for Big Brother. He looks good on uh, Water's World on Saturday. Seemed a little uh, thinned yeah, down. Yeah, I didn't watch it. <laughs> I don't watch that show. I don't watch it. This is Waters. Yeah. <laughs> if Waters can have a show, I should have a show. <laughs> you but do. any hoo-ha. <laughs> right. True. True that. So, okay. you know what? Speaking of that, mm-hmm. I saw this uh, top 10 reasons oh, the workout stuff. Americans do not work out. Yeah. So, how about this? Don't have time is number one. Is that an excuse? Well, not, well honestly, so you have to be extremely motivated in this day and age to find time to work out i believe i'm not making excuses for anybody but like so i have this friend she wakes she's a corporate attorney she she's not a friend she's someone i went to high school with and i and i see her on facebook so she's a corporate attorney she's actually a partner in the law firm and she wakes up she has three children under the age of like eight and so she wakes up at four in the morning and I was works up at 30 tonight. Okay. <laughs> not to compare. Not me. Well, actually, I was up too tweeting. So <laughs> I know we were tweeting the same right. time. <laughs> I went back to sleep, though. I think you stayed up. So I always am in awe of her because if when my alarm goes off at 4 a.m., it has to be for a damn good reason, and it's definitely not the gym. <laughs> so she goes to her basement, works out from 4 to 5, and then she starts her day. This is every day? Every wow. single... I mean, she looks amazing. Yeah. She looks like the bomb obviously i am so envious of how she looks but like that has a severe drive you have to have severe motivation and discipline and number two here is i don't have the motivation i think people are just like why do i have to been married 20 years why do i have to look good well i mean yeah but even so like i just feel bad when i don't eat right that's and how work i feel out. i just feel gross but the the my trainer always tells me and it's so true food always wins so no matter how much you exercise like if you're eating like Anthony does like he he's a he's a legitimate gym person like he works out a lot 
But then we go upstairs and he has like, I told you this before, he'll have like, you know, vanilla icing with granola and some condensed milk and like sugar. Because he's hungry. Yeah, but he just has really bad eating habits. So anyway, the food's always going to win. You're never going to look like, you know, Sylvester Stallone if you're eating um, Duncan Hines vanilla. Well, Sylvester Stallone is steroids too, but. Well, that too. You know, another thing. Google Arnold Schwarzenegger speaking recently had a speech and he was saying when he was trying to um, compete for Mr. Universe and actually won it. He literally worked out like five hours a day and then he went to work and then he went to school. Like that's a beast. It's not enough time in the day. Yeah, but some that. people are just that good. Yeah. I will and never be. And some people don't sleep and Anthony is like that. The president's like that. He sleeps like five five hours a day, yeah, Anthony, Some right? people, you know, they have this whole like gene thing now where you could see like how much sleep you require, what foods are best for your Yeah. Which I find totally interesting, but they're saying now like sleep, lack of sleep can cause heart disease or too much sleep can cause heart disease so like the sweet spot is yeah, like six get, or seven hours yeah between like six and eight they're saying less than six hours a night uh may you may be at increased risk for cardiovascular disease right uh from the journal of american college of cardiology yeah but um, you have to be getting good sleep but, like uninterrupted sleep like i don't yeah, get quality, that because right? my kids are like ah mommy and running <laughs> into my bed and then elbowing but they're me. young that's different it's like when you're like around your age and, you know, I, I think probably anywhere between teen teenage years and 70, over 70, people don't sleep. But if you can sleep between six and eight hours, I think you'll, at least you'll feel normal. I mean, do you feel well rested? No, if you're, if you're sleeping less tired. Than that? Yeah. Ugh, anyway, so I want to say something. I want to give a shout out to two things because it makes me think of my dad. So 10 years ago today was the miracle on the Hudson. Yeah. Sully is the man. I always hope that my pilots are as skilled and brave as Sully. That was incredible. Amazing. The way he landed that on the water and kept everyone safe. He landed it in four minutes. That is props, okay? That is a true hero. And I always think of my dad. I know. It was crazy. And it was freezing that day, much like it is today. And um, I always remember it, too, because tomorrow's my mom's birthday. And it was right before her birthday. I remember us talking about it at the dinner table on her birthday. But... um, and the other thing that reminds me of my dad in the news today is Mel Stottlemyre. He passed away um, from multiple myeloma. He, he fought it for a while, but um, my dad is a huge, was a huge Yankees fan, so am I. And uh, Mel was on the pitching staff when they he were kicking ass. He was like the ace in the 60s. Well, he, yeah, he was called up midseason and he pitched um, them into like the championship or something, but... Um, he was also the pitching coach when the Yanks were on fire. Oh yeah, during the, the Tory 2000s. era. Yeah, yeah. and uh, also like a pitching Don coach Zimmer, for the '86 Tory. Mets. Yeah, so so he was the man. A lot of championships, that guy. I have a lot of love in my heart for him. Reminds me of my dad, and uh, my dad also died from a blood cancer. So two reasons why it makes me think of him. But anyway, hopefully they're chatting it up in heaven. That's what I'm thinking. I'm sure they are. Right, and. Uh, so let me, before we close this up, yep. uh, let me ask you, uh, well, two things. One, we have a listener What am I going to do when I go home and I'm moochless? <laughs> You're going to have a party, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. No, I invited all of my friends and their <laughs> kids over to our house this weekend. Bunch of play days for Nicholas. And- yeah. Like all of my best friends from high school all have three plus kids because they're insane. And um, they're all coming over this weekend because we have a three day weekend. It's supposed to snow. So maybe we'll get all snowed in together. But... um. What were you going to ask me? Well, I so I'm looking at one of the listener the tweets topic. here, and mm-hmm. uh, this one from a listener who uh, always tweets at us, uh, mm-hmm. Madison Rising. Yeah. 
And uh, Madison asks, uh, I don't <laughs> think we have ever, and I, and I had this conversation with you uh, probably a couple weeks after we met. We did? Um, yeah, we had it in the hallway. I have mm-hmm. a pretty good memory. Um, I don't think we've ever heard the story of how you guys met. So with oh. Anthony not here, and Anthony to give the uh, mushy, mushy details as mm-hmm. he can do. Mm-hmm. Um, so Madison asks, was it love at first sight? <laughs> or were you like, quote, who is this guy? And why is he talking to me? Well, Ooh, no. Was it the latter? <laughs> no. It was actually the former. I don't want anyone get your barf bags, but so <laughs> I actually started working for Anthony, but he interviewed me for the job. He was the one and only person who interviewed me for the job. And in the interview, he was asking me all these random questions like, what's my sign? And when's my birthday? And what's it like to do on the weekend? And I'm like thinking to myself, this is a really weird interview. <laughs> it's more like I felt like I was being interviewed for eHarmony.com. But I, I was kind of digging him too. But that was a long time ago. That was like three or four years before we even started, even went out on a date. So I secretly admired him from afar for many years, and, and he did too. But um, we kept it pretty platonic. And then finally we were like, what are we doing? So we, we got together um yeah Life's too four short. years later yeah so that's how it happened but it, it kind of was love at first sight for both of us which is weird but it happens so, and then and then as the years went on we wanted to choke each other but <laughs> you know that's how it happens in long term yeah, you have ups and downs in life yeah. right mm-hmm. and then you get so a whole is that a good story uh, or boring you, i don't know no it was, i mean i mean I, i'm trying to keep no it knows. pg i don't really <laughs> anthony would be like i dunked this guy in the yeah, toilet exactly he used to <laughs> if you it's like so inappropriate for the Me Too movement era, but I'll just say it. I don't know. Maybe somebody will appreciate it. But he literally used to say things like, I'm going to hit you over the head with a bat and drag you by your ponytail into my office. Like, so. <laughs> and I'd be like, okay, that's a cool thing for your boss to say to you. Not. But. Well, on that note. Maybe that's why get, he married uh, me so I wouldn't you know, sue him. At least you get three weeks without him. I know. Possibly, oh my God. if he stays on that long. Deafening silence in my house. Let's hope he wins, right? Yep. Well, I guess we'll see you next week. If what he you... gets kicked off, he'll be back. If he's still there, it'll just be me. I'll, you know what? I'll bring my. I'll bring a secret guest Baby in. Mooch? Maybe Baby Mooch. We'll keep it interesting. If Who he... do you think's winning the shutdown, by the way? Nobody. Nobody's winning? Nope. Everyone's losers? Everyone's a loser. So, we will see you next week. Follow me on uh, Instagram and Twitter. And I will check you out next Tuesday. See you guys. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.